0: on one. Gary Bryan here along with Lisa Stanley. It's a Friday and we're going to play 80s music completely, totally, awesomely starting at 7 a.m. this morning for the Totally 80s Memorial Day weekend. Hey, Lisa.
1: Hi, Gary.
0: We missed this one yesterday. Rocco texted in and said, the last important thing I did before the COVID shutdown was getting laid on the top parking garage floor at Caesars Palace in Vegas. <laughs>
1: Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rocco. Wow. Yeah.
1: You know what? We can't unhear that, Rocco.
0: <laughs> Good for you, Rocco. Oh. <laughs> I hope he was not by himself. Okay. There's uh, Brandon is in a secure, undisclosed location. We got we got Crystal there with Brandon. You guys got plenty of food. Everything stocked up for the well, morning. Well stocked.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody else uh, texted in yesterday after you uh, did your thing with uh, Prince uh, Prince uh, Chuck uh, Prince Charles and the produce, and they said harvesting the produce is a necessary step in getting it to the consumer. No, no kidding, kidding, really? Wow! No. Wow! Thanks, Captain
1: Obvious. What?
0: No. Okay. Uh, what?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they said this is going to happen. Oh the pickers are an essential part of that this is going to happen here too this is from the perspective of someone who has been in that situation they must own a farm i don't know maybe they were I'm a picker happy to go pick yeah
1: I, I did i when i was in chicago i picked apples right off a tree i had the best time ever
0: who how much did you pay for that
1: uh i don't know jack silver our friend lived there at the time and he took us all to this farm right That's outside where you go. of chicago
0: Yeah, you pick your own apples. It was so much
1: fun. And on my walks through the neighborhood, I pick oranges, tangerines, and lemons off the trees as I pass by. So
0: stealing fruit. Stealing (laughs) fruit. All right. Stealing fruit from the neighbors.
1: I'm calling it. He called it. What did he call? Pickers for Britain. I'm calling it Pickers for Brentwood. It's about (laughs) the same thing.
0: (laughs) I think here in California, we could load up a big mercy boat full of pickers and send them over there. What are you thinking? I like. I it. think we. I think we could do that. I mean, come on, you know. I think it's different from picking your own apples and that kind of stuff, to when you have a you know a foreman standing there going, "Now get out there and pick my Brussels sprouts."
1: <laughs> and my, my niece just uh, went strawberry picking.
0: The family that picks together sticks together, Lisa. That's right, Charles. <laughs> Took me a while which, to come up with that.
1: Speaking of this, uh, I have some news about uh, Harry and Meghan. I'm sure you're dying to know what they bought each other uh, for their anniversary, their second anniversary. Oh,
0: please, please tell me.
1: Well, you're going to have to wait a couple hours, 7 a.m. Tune back in, Queenie. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can't keep an idiot in suspense. Yes, you can. (gasps) Did you just call the
1: Queen an idiot? Yes! (laughs) Yes!
0: <laughs> okay. People are texting in, uh, whenever you say, Alexa, play K-Earth 101, there Alexas come on. Oh, that's, that's uh,
1: hysterical.
0: Irene from Whittier, that's what she says. So, thank you, I- Irene, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> so today, in honor of uh, the Totally 80s Memorial Day weekend, we're asking, what is your favorite thing about the 80s? What was great about the 80s? Lisa Stanley.
1: I think that's when my career took off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, in the 80s. So that was great when, for me.
0: When did it go wrong?
1: Uh, I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say 2002. But I'll no. let you know. <laughs>
1: no, it's, I, I am the most grateful for my, my career.
0: So I think the, for me, the greatest thing, uh, the coolest thing, the thing that I really enjoyed in the 80s was MTV. That was the thing probably I enjoyed the most. I believe so, because yep.
1: I think a lot of people probably did.
0: Yeah, Because radio sucked in the 70s. It was so bad that by the end of the 70s, they were saying, oh, radio's dead. Uh, Top 40 will never be big again. And we'll never have big hit music stations again. And like two years later, three years later, Kiss FM had record high ratings. Z100 in New York, where I worked after a while, was huge. We had huge radio stations in Seattle and Portland. And so they. Well, who you were know, the,
1: the idiots? Ex- who are the they? Who's the they?
0: The people at Billboard magazine. And, idiots. And yeah, morons. I mean, the experts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> They're the ones who told us radio's dead, and we went, eh, not so much. But then you know, MTV was like the greatest radio station that ever existed, mm-hmm. and that's how they built it. They built it to be that way. Remember, Les Garland was on with us when we talked about MTV that time. Yes. And. Les was a big radio guy. He programmed a station called KFRC in San Francisco. Great, great radio station. And that was how they wanted MTV to be. I'll tell you, the other guy that was MTV when it first started, Bob Pittman, the guy that runs iHeart uh, Radio now. Uh, he was there. So their whole thing was, let's make this like a radio station with these really cool contests. And, you know, it was just an awesome thing. So that for me was cool. How about you, Brandon? I, I think the summers of the 80s were always cool for me, the bit most memorable, and that's because uh, hanging out with all my cousins, staying out and playing outside, and, yeah. and all that cool stuff.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry you Crystal. Know, you you're know, up. Crystal, yeah. Crystal cannot be involved hey, in this. Hey, it's hey, hey, look. Hey, I do have a favorite 80s thing, though, which is Dirty Dancing, because it's my favorite movie.
0: <laughs> okay. Man. All right. And my counts. parents
1: met in the 80s, so there's that.
0: Yeah. You, who's your favorite eighty-year-old person? Uh, Don't know any, do uh, you?
1: No, no. <laughs> My grandfather's ninety-two, so
0: he's already yeah, he <laughs> okay. In honor of totally eighties Memorial Day weekend, the question this morning is: What's your favorite thing about the eighties? And a lot of people on Twitter are responding. Me, Suzanne says: No mortgage, no car payment, no adulting. <laughs> so, True. I like that. Uh, Our friend Eden Alpert responded, and she says, ha-ha, nothing. Hair was bad, clothing was bad, and I was flat-out awkward, not to mention being in high school four years, which I didn't love either. Oh, Eden. Well,
1: she barely showed up, okay? Nice try, Eden.
0: <laughs> was, she, was she part of your mean girl? What did you go with the wolf pack?
1: Wolf pack girls? No, she had her own clique. They had their own little clique.
0: Yeah, what was her clique?
1: I don't know if they had a name. I don't know if they, yeah. if they named themselves, but she barely showed up to school too, so I don't know what she's talking about.
0: <laughs> Eden, we're on to you, man. Totally. Listen, I- I remember that night at Lisa's birthday party. I know. Oh, whoa, whoa. All right. And now, here's Lisa.
1: I don't know if I could follow up after that. All right, look, I have to say... This is the smartest group of people I've encountered in a long time. And you know, I love brains. They held out just in time for a pandemic to hit. And then Aunt Becky said, Okay, we'll make a deal. That's right. After a year, Lori Loughlin and her husband have agreed to plead guilty in the college admission scandal. Can you believe it, you guys? (laughs) Hey,
0: wait, wait, wait. I thought they were getting off scot free. There was no way. They were going to go to jail. They had all these super smart ideas about how to get out of it. But now they're copping a plea.
1: Well, after the federal judge denied the dismissal that they tried to get. So now they're both. (laughs) Oh,
0: their smart plans didn't work. So now they got another smart plan.
1: I have to say, when you hear this plan, it's pretty darn smart. So they're now willing to serve time behind bars. Wink, wink. Uh, According to page six in TMZ, uh, they're going to cop two, they're going to do this in just a, about an hour or two, by the way. They're going to cop to uh-huh. conspiracy charges for paying $500,000 to get their daughters, Olivia Jade and Isabel Rose, into USC as rowing recruits. There was only one problem with that, as we all know. Neither of the girls
0: were rowers. <laughs> mm. Oh, there's that.
1: <laughs> uh, they say Lachlan will plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud, while her husband, Massimo will uh, plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, mail fraud, and honest services, wire, and mail fraud. Now, I'm not and, sure. And what is that?
0: And marketing cheap jeans, I think, was the other thing. <laughs> the <targets. laughs> That's the other thing. He's going to go to jail. He is asked to be put in the most fashionable jail possible. And I don't know where they're going to do that, but
1: that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Under the agreement, Lori will serve two months in prison And Mm -hmm. 100 hours of community service and pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. Now, her husband will serve five months in prison and perform 250 hours of community service. Plus, he will have to pay separately two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
0: Why are they so much harder on her than him? Because she's a girl. No, you mean
1: the other way around. They're harder on him. He's doing five months.
0: That's what I said. Why are they harder on him than her?
1: I think he's taking the brunt of it as I I believe that this deal, just so you know, this exact deal, I believe, was offered to them right away. Mm. And they turned down this deal. So they went back to the prosecutors and they said, hmm... There's a pandemic. We're probably not going to have to go to jail, jail, because, you know, they're letting people out like Mike, Michael Cohen, Michael Avenetti, because well, they're of the letting coronavirus.
0: Murderers, they're murderers and rapists out. So, it's a, yeah. So
1: they probably thought, hmm, this is a good idea. So that's why they decided a year later, to take the exact same deal that I believe was the Is that what Dan Abrams said? <laughs> is this Dick, Dick Abrams involved in this?
0: Because Don Abrams said that they would no. never have to go to jail. Down da- on the phone. Well, well
1: D- Dan get, may get be done. right. Dan may be right. Here's what's going to happen in just a couple hours. A judge has to approve the deal I just told you about, okay? And the way that it's going down is the way everything else goes down. They're going to zoom, zoom, zoom! And guess what? You guys can zoom and watch the trial... With right. them. So that's yes. pretty that's pretty outrageous. Anyway, here's what I think is gonna happen. The judge is probably I, I have a little inside information. Probably gonna Abrams. give her probably gonna <laughs> give her a home arrest. Mm-hmm. And he may actually have to go in. For a few days, and then they will release them in fears of too many prisoners and the coronavirus. I think that their lawyers were so clever to finally do this during a pandemic. Now, what they have to hope for is the judge doesn't think like that, too.
0: (laughs) Now, who's been who's been representing them? Michael Avenatti?
1: Not Michael (laughs) Avenatti and not Michael Cohen. Who both not are Don Abrams. now. And not Dick, yeah, Abrams. Not Dick Abrams. No, Abrams. Not Dick Abrams. I mean, Dan Abrams. No, not Dick
0: Abrams. Down on the phone. <laughs> so, oh so what if the judge says, look, uh, you know, I'm going to s- give you these sentences and we're going to wait six months and you'll go to jail so there won't be any threat of the coronavirus?
1: No, because attached to these sentences is a 90 day agreement. They have to show up and do their time within the next 90 days. They have 90 mm-hmm. days to-, to clean up their act. And do their
0: stuff. So, in other words, if I wanted to go shoot somebody, I should do it now. Because I'd never go to jail because of the coronavirus.
1: Well, I don't know about that, but these are white-collar <laughs> crimes.
0: Yeah, these are well, white-collar you know, crimes. But they're letting a lot of people out who have, like, really uh, dirty collars. And, well, well, then uh, they're, if they're, they're doing that, people. then
1: you answered your own question.
0: Yeah, but I'm just asking you because I wanted you to answer it, because then it's official.
1: I, <laughs> in fact,
0: if you would, if you would just... Tweet Dick Abrams and ask him, like, it's if Gary Dan shoots somebody, Abrams. can you get out of jail? Is on the phone? Oh, never Don. mind. You Don, if idiots. I shoot somebody, can I get out of jail right now? Well, how, how long If you're how long was Felicity Huffman in there?
1: 11 days.
0: She should at least put him in for 11 days. Come on, people.
1: Well, we're going to see what happens. Maybe, listen, maybe the judge that's hearing the case in a few hours is listening to us. Then <laughs> maybe she's gonna go. Oh, those sneaky little rats! They think it's yeah. a pandemic. The,
0: yeah, the judge is in Boston, by the way, so oh. doubtful.
1: Radio.com. hello Z. Alexa, hello (laughs) Z.
0: So there's there's two things that they're really afraid of. It might get the coronavirus and she might look schlumpy. She looked pretty schlumpy.
1: Either way, it's coming down in the next couple hours and we'll know the fate of the Lachlan family or Lori Lachlan, at least.
0: And uh, (laughs) And, and Massimo, who still doesn't get it. He wants to know if the prison has a rowing team. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) That's all we need.